Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. And we're still seeing it quite well through that haze. The fight is going e equals MC. That all men are created About the future innovations. And growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. This is your host for the day. My name is Ryan Treasure, and we're bringing you another fantastic episode of Finding Your Frequency. And man, are we really going to get into the nitty gritty today and find our frequency. But before we get into there, I want to thank everybody who tuned into the show uh, last week as we were going live from the Phoenix Fan Fusion Festival here in Phoenix. Uh, man, what a great event that was. Uh, got to meet some amazing graphic artists, talk to the guy who is literally running the Spider-Man comic series for Marvel. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to go listen to some of those interviews, go take a listen. I want to give a special shout out to my main man, Andy Costello, our graphic designer here at Voice America, who followed me around uh, and, and did did the whole full-on who, what, where, when, why, and how reporting session uh, all around the Phoenix, uh, I'm just going to call it Phoenix Comic Con because that feels the most comfortable, but you know, walking around the event and just meeting all of the artists and uh, getting to see everybody dressed up with all their Star Wars costumes and all that stuff. Uh, it was a great weekend of me getting to be a geek and then also talking to other folks about being a geek. And man, did we just geek out for a whole weekend. It was fantastic. But needless to say, the frequency must roll. So here we are today bringing you another episode of Finding Your Frequency. And you know, today's kind of a, an interesting twist as you sit back and think about the world of medicine today and how how we treat our bodies and how we treat uh, different ailments that we have. And I know as you listen to these shows, we've done a whole bunch of shows on uh, health and wellness in some way, shape or form, whether it's, you know, some traditional medicine and new technologies that are driving telemedicine or some items that may uh, help to diagnose people's uh, skin conditions using artificial intelligence. And we're going to take a whole other shift on that topic today because most of us think about, you know, doctor visits and pills and hospitals and pharmaceuticals and all that that type of things when when you talk about health and wellness but I want to I want to I want to shift I want to I want to talk about you know Chinese medicine versus Western medicine I want to talk about how more people are taking this shift to a more natural way of dealing with uh, their ailments with their different uh, remedies being that of a more uh, holistic nature so I want to welcome our guest for today Susan Shane Susan Shane is an author a thought leader Susan you ha your bio is extensive. We could go into this. Listen, guys, she's a she's she's been to all the colleges, all of the different functions and wrote the books, has a Bachelor of Arts in theater. So you guys got to know she's our type of people. Welcome her to the show. Susan, welcome. Thank you, Ryan. I'm so excited to spend this time with you. I'm really grateful. Thank you so much. Oh, yes, we appreciate you being on and the insights that you're going to give us today about, you know, this shift to natural medicine and Chinese medicine, um, I think is going to be great. You know, we just finished launching a show uh, that's going to be airing for the first time tomorrow called the Dao Chang Principles. It's uh, taught by Master Shaw. And, you know, the more I listen to those types of shows and get exposed to Western medicine versus the Chinese medicine, 
I can only help but think that there is just a ton of toxic things that standard medicine asks us to pump into our bodies, whereas the the Chinese medicine, the acupuncture and those types of things are, you know, much more earthbound and much more natural. So I want to get into that topic and, and get into the, the shift of that. But before I want to set the tone for the listeners so they have an understanding of, you know, who Susan is. So let's kind of just start from the beginning, Susan, and give us an explanation or an idea of how did you find your frequency and decide to follow this path of Chinese medicine and, and acupuncture? Chinese medicine and acupuncture actually found me when I was in my 20s. I was dancing professionally and in Japan for a few months. Everybody who lived in Osaka would go see an acupressure and or acupuncturist for self-care. I needed some attention so I could stay physically fit. And I received my first acupuncture treatments in Osaka, Japan. When I returned to Los Angeles, I decided that I would incorporate that with massage and healthy eating and getting some sleep. I thought that I would also use the acupuncture to take care of my body so I could stay competitive as a professional dancer. Well, lo and behold, I also discovered that there were Chinese medicine schools in Santa Monica. And I went to an open house. I listened to the director described what this medicine could do for you. I had already experienced how wonderful I felt, but now I had a better understanding. And I decided to expand my fitness background by learning about Chinese medicine. Very extensive training, four to five years. You take medical boards afterward. I actually loved every moment of it. I'd walk into the herbal room and the smell, the aroma was so powerful. I felt so healthy by studying this medicine and then I could help people in clinic so I could share what I was learning with so many people. I was really hooked and I've been practicing this for 25 years ever since being introduced to acupuncture and then starting the educational process. Wow, 25 years. What a what a journey that is, especially being able to start in Japan, which is, you know, the epicenter for acupuncture um, in, in those areas. How how was that experience? I was so excited to try the acupuncture and it was very gentle. The shift in the energy, the boost I would get, my achy muscles would start to go away. I was really impressed how effective the treatment would be for my body, I couldn't wait to keep getting sessions so that I could really stay on top of my professional game and perform. I could perform my heart out because I had enough energy and I wasn't hurting. It was so amazing. I also would see people in town who were older, elderly, and they were using acupuncture and they were walking briskly. Their backs weren't curved over. They were really articulate and aware. I noticed that older people really were thriving and they were using acupuncture to stay healthy. So is is acupuncture something that you can self-administer? Like, for like I mean do do you go see an acupuncturist when you want acupuncture or is it something that you can do yourself you need to be licensed and you need to be properly trained no you don't I, mean, I meant I meant do do you do acupuncture on yourself or do you have to go see a licensed acupuncture to get it done for you 
Well, it's both. I can treat myself. If I need to and there's a situation, I know how to needle and where to needle. And then I like to be cared for. And I have mentors that I still train with, that I still study with. I will go see them for sessions or treatments. So it's a mentoring process. And those are the people that I'll get acupuncture from. But if there's a bind and I'm somewhere, I could be in my car, I could be traveling internationally and I need to do something. I carry my acupuncture needles with me. Oh, that's awesome. So I, I, um, I kind of relate this process that you're going through with, um, you know, the, the Chinese medicine and, and the acupuncture and those things that you're learning in Japan, very similar to the same path that, you know, one might go down if let's say they want to be a Kempo expert or they want to be, you know, some type of a martial arts expert, you know, the information from the original martial arts all comes from, you know, China and Japan and those areas there, you know, and, and I have a friend who's a, a, a fifth Don and he, he has to go he has to go there you know every couple of years in order to uh, learn new things because the he can't learn those things here in the United States because there's not um, you know a master to the level of those masters that are in China uh, and so I kind of I kind of see that there's some very similar uh, similar components to the teachings of the medicine side versus the martial arts side would you agree I absolutely agree. When you're studying to be an acupuncturist, part of the training is Qigong or Tai Chi. And I went to the birthplace of Tai Chi Chuan and Chen Jia Zhou. I know I don't say the cities <laughs> correctly, but I went to China where the birthplace of Tai Chi became alive. And the teachers there were so amazing. Nothing had I ever seen in America. Nothing came close to it and they were revered. They were totally cared for and they were considered a treasure for the country. To learn the Tai Chi there in China was just spectacular. Oh, I bet. I I got turned on to Tai Chi from one of our uh, producers here at Voice America. His name is Winston, and he's the person who's the fifth Don, and he's a Don in a bunch of different styles of martial arts and has dedicated his life to training and then also giving back and and training others. And, you know, I got to say, when I got the first opportunity to, you know, just experienced Tai Chi for the first time. It was one of those things where I first was like, man, this is kind of boring. It moves a little slow, but man, after, you know, him and I would meet up every Saturday morning and we met up for a good 12 or 14 weeks consecutively when we first started doing this. And, you know, by like the 10th week or something, it was like one of those things where I couldn't, I couldn't really get through my week without doing a couple of hours of Tai Chi a week to kind of just, I don't know. It just felt like I was able to use that time to center my mind uh, and and also great stretching. <laughs> you know, I have a bad back and, you know, we've talked about that on our, our CBD shows and how CBD has helped my back. But, um, you know, definitely the Tai Chi component of, of, of that has also been, you know, probably a, a huge percentage of the reason why I've been able to rehabilitate. Uh, and, I, and I definitely attribute it to that. So kudos to you on that. Tai Chi is awesome. Tai Chi has that movement that moves the energy and helps the circulation. When you haven't experienced it before, you might not identify the homeostasis or the subtleties that are occurring. So you have to practice for a bit. 
And as you tune in and you start to feel those changes, that flexibility increase, or you don't feel right if you don't do it, like you were saying, you get hooked. I need this movement to help my body feel really aligned without pain and the circulation flowing the way that I know I want it to be. Yeah. It's amazing. Very it's very powerful and it's considered a soft martial art. Mm-hmm. But the soft <laughs> martial art is very very powerful. Oh, oh I've seen uh, I've seen some of the slower movements of the Tai Chi. Um, I've seen the way that those are are applied at a much higher level of martial arts. And the core movements for all of the other components of martial arts all start with Tai Chi. Like you have to understand the movements of Tai Chi in order to, you know, move to become a, a you know, a master in, in black belt. Let me let me ask you this question. Uh, sure. What's my favorite book? about Tai Chi is called Body Mechanics by Master William C. Chen. Have you heard of him? No, I uh, haven't. Okay, so I'm going to um, that's my that's my reading assignment for you, Susan. You go and and get Body Mechanics um and it's by Grandmaster William C. C. Chen. Um he currently lives in New York but is from China and um yeah, it will it will change your thought. I mean, and this this is the like you said you got to visit the birthplace. This is where he learned everything as well. Um and Perfect. so definitely check that out. So now I want you to give me a reading Thank assignment. You. you give me a reading assignment. What what book do you feel I should be reading? Uh, to help me become more knowledgeable in this. And I hope you give me the right answer. I have two books. I have a book called The Web with No Weaver that has no weaver. And that's a very basic book that's been around. One of the authors, Ted Kapchuk is the author. He was one of my teachers when I very first began studying acupuncture. The Web that has no weaver by Ted Kapchuk. That is a great book. You can find it in any bookstore, Barnes and Noble, for example, that will give you a nice overview of Chinese medicine. But I have another book. All right. And this is my book called Vitality Fusion. After seeing many clients and having so many people ask me the same type of question repeatedly, I wanted to prepare a pamphlet so that when I would see them, they could just get the basic information introduced and we could really get down to their personal needs. In starting to write what I thought was really important, everything started to grow and it was a chapter about Chinese medicine. And then I realized a lot of clients I see would bring in their Western information from their medical process. And I always, as a hobby, Love studying the Indian or Ayurvedic medicine, and I decided to overlap, to compare, to synthesize, and explain the commonalities and the differences of those three mainstream medical healthcare systems that are used throughout the globe. And in doing so, I decided to then talk about exercise, Western, yoga for Ayurvedic, Tai Chi and Qigong for Chinese, and start showing different ways to move your body. I decided to throw in nutritional information according 
to a Western perspective because we think of fat, protein, carbohydrates. Well, Chinese medicine looks at taste and temperature and which meridian, which energy pathway is that food going to fortify? And the same idea with Ayurvedic nutrition. It's going to have taste and temperature. It's It's like science versus feelings. Well, it's a different understanding of the body. There was a lot of natural observation that happened in the older holistic approaches to healthcare. And those have great value. And if you pull it all together, you can start finding out what you really need to do for your homeostasis, for your own health, whether it's an exercise or a nutrition preference or just an understanding of what you haven't tried yet that might help your body feel better. This whole process kept growing from just trying to get people to understand the basics about Chinese medicine into a much bigger bigger way of looking at your own self-care, your own health. I have included interactive exercises so that you can really notate and participate in your own wellness. I included my own personalized exercise program, and it's called X-Air-Size, where you do a lot of breathing with movement so you can really tune in to yourself. Just like when you mentioned the Tai Chi at first, it didn't feel like much, but after you spent time, then you could really experience what it was all about. That's what the exercise can do, showing you how the breath and the movement is so powerful and so helpful for your own self-care and quality health. I included other information for stress reduction. It's a really comprehensive, holistic book that's easy to read and you get to interact with the activities. And when you finish, you feel like you have new insight of how you can take care of yourself Oh, that's awesome. You'll have to send me a copy of the book so we can uh, get to know it a little bit more. That's fantastic. I mean, the more the more somebody can you know know and learn about their own body and how certain different components of everyday life affect how that body operates and, you know, kind of having a roadmap. I love that it's interactive. Um, not many not many authors are creating books that are interactive other than the fact that you read the words that are on the page. But, you know, you're giving people charts and diagrams and information on, you know, things where they can actually you know go put this into uh, into play like while they start reading the book right rather than having to wait until you get to the end of the book to implement something you can implement things as you go through the book you get the exercises to break up the reading and then you get a chance to reflect it's very powerful that way and you get to see what is really important for you to do at that time in your life. If you repeatedly do different exercises, there's usually a theme and then you go, oh my gosh, this is really what I need to focus on because there's so many things today that you can do to help yourself. Wow, that's... uh that's awesome. That's that's so Dao Ching. <laughs> and I can't wait to send you a book. Definitely. That's awesome. So where um you know where can people get the book? Right, is it's on Amazon? Uh, where where else did you say you could find that book? Vitality Fusion is on Amazon. That's the best way to purchase. Awesome. And then, is there a website that you have that gives more information on all the different things that you're you're doing and and and, and people can follow you? I have two websites, and the book website is vitalityfusion.com, and you get little excerpts so you can see what the book has 
to offer from the website. And I also have another business website called handenergetics.com. What is Hand Energetics? Tell, tell the folks about that. Hand Energetics is a revolutionary wellness system. What's so exciting about this is that the entire acupuncture system, the full human body acupuncture system, the meridians, the energy pathways have been remapped on to the hand on the front and the back of the hand. That means that anybody can look at their hand and start finding acupoints When you find certain acupoints, you can start balancing your body, whether it's musculoskeletal, if you have a headache or a backache, or you have some digestive discomfort, or you can't sleep if there's something going on regarding your sleep. You can start looking at your hand, find the acupoints that will balance your body and create a homeostasis. The really exciting part is that modern technology, rare earth magnets that are very small and biomarked are put on those acupoints. That way you can really shift the energy in your body. You can really feel like what that Tai Chi was doing that you can really tell now it's changed you and you feel better. The magnets exponentially help to balance your body. So you have your hand, acupoints, the modern technology, small magnets, put together and that is the hand energetics program oh very very interesting and this is something that you've kind of been developing or have developed um all with your different studies of the chinese medicine and acupuncture the acupuncture system remapping was done in the 1970s by dr taiwu in korea and then the magnets the biomark magnets became more available in the 1980s the rare earth magnet usage really became so popular in so many ways whether it's your computer refrigerator airplane etc the rare earth magnets are needed today and in one way they were also created was as a small biomarked magnet for the body so between the 1970s and the 1980s, this system came into being. And then I've been trained by a very special mentor so that I can help share this with a lot of people, how to use this information to help yourself. Oh, so these are techniques that one can self-apply for the energetics. It's been created where you can look at a hand map and the hand map will show you places that you can put the magnets so yes it is for anybody to use and to have as an option for self-care that's what's so exciting about the hand energetics aspect is that anyone can look at this hand map figure out what they need to do explain a hand map i think i think our listeners probably are going what is a hand map (laughs) oh okay the hand map Just like in reflexology, there's microsystems on the body. It could be your head, your foot, your hand, your abdomen, and then the entire body, your ear. You can see the entire human body remapped. So just as reflexology could show you how to push on your foot if you have some sinus congestion or indigestion, for example, you could massage that and start to feel better. It's the same idea. The unique feature is that this 
remapping of the human body onto your hand is using the acupuncture system, which is a very powerful way to rebalance your body. The acupuncture system is unique to be become a microsystem and to be remapped onto your hand. Ah, okay. That's a that that makes a lot more sense now that we understand the map. It makes sense with how the you know looking at that map and leveraging those magnets can be helpful. You know, Susan, I, as I'm sitting here listening to this, I, I I can't help but ponder the idea as we talk about energy. Um, what is energy? I mean, I think I think everybody has a different understanding of you know what energy might mean to them. Uh, you know, especially with the show being called Finding Your Frequency, like frequency is a form of energy. Um, what does energy mean to you? In this particular situation, energy for me is a frequency that when you elevate, when you create a balanced energy within yourself and then you elevate it you raise it up you have a higher frequency within yourself that you can create an optimum wellness what happens is a lot of times a personal energy can feel tight or tense energy can feel weighty and you can feel depressed even what you want to do with this energy is have it free flow from head to toe. You want it to circulate. You start to feel lighter. You start to feel energized. In Chinese medicine, you use the word qi, and it's like Q-I-K-I-C-H-I, however you want to spell it. And it's been given the equivalent definition of energy. You can't quite make them synonymous. However, you use that term energy and chi together to try to explain how your body wants to feel lighter and operate from a higher frequency so that you have a lot of energy and you feel really uplifted you you feel the power of that energy in a very light way it's not overwhelming it's incredible that's a great explanation and I think as you, you you explain the idea of chi and energy, uh, one can't help but think about energy workers and you know uh, the idea of Reiki, right? Um, Reiki is the the is energy work um, as a whole. How does how does that energy work with the practice of Reiki and acupuncture? How do those two complement each other? Reiki and acupuncture definitely go together. I have both a Yusui and Tumo background in Reiki. The flow that you feel in your hand, the energy that you feel in your hand when you're applying Reiki to somebody or to yourself is the same type of energy that you feel flowing through the body, whether you're using the acupuncture needle or the magnet, that life force, that vital force, that bioenergetic force, it's the same. They're just different ways of moving and using that vital force. Wow, what a great explanation, Susan. I really appreciate you uh, enlightening us in this area today. Um, Is there anything else uh, as we kind of get towards the end of this particular episode, anything else that you want to share with the listeners to make sure that, you know, they walk away with a proper understanding? 
I think that it's really exciting that people are focusing on self-care and realizing the value. You must love yourself. You must take care of yourself so that you're better for everyone around you. You also realize if you are using healthy self-care options that you can self-actualize whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. You need to tune in. Your body has so much information. It is a walking library. And if you can tune in and try to hear or listen or experience what is needed, you can become your better self. Given the self-care focus today, if you check out the Hand Energetics Wellness System, it's just another opportunity to figure out what you need to do to really feel great. A lot of times people look outside themselves for those answers. It's really nice if you also tune in and pay attention to what you need to do. The Hand Energetics wellness system with the magnet in the hand help you feel you actually experience the shift you actually experience what it is that can elevate and make you feel better so that you can replicate it so that you can keep doing those things Wow, that was just spoken phenomenally. And I can't agree more how important it is to, you know, have some type of a daily regimen that allows you to provide yourself with some care. Um, I mean, even just starting with just a little bit of exercise on a daily basis goes a really long way. Um, you know, and I, I think, Susan, without getting, you know, too in depth with all of the, you know, books and all this knowledge that you had, if, if, if you could give the listeners like one, one small piece of advice on you know where to just to start um, in the journey of self care and, and and doing it from the right way and from a, a position of love and uh, all of those you know heart centered components. I always say you know start off with a little exercise. What would be one tip that you would give? I agree, Ryan. Especially X air size. If you start breathing, if you start feeling the air that's inside your body, just even with deep breathing, that really full breath, that diaphragmatic breathing, if you start inhaling that really good air or chi or energy and fortify and support yourself with the air and the breath, that is the most important thing and simplest thing you can do to get on that path. And just like you said, if you can move or exercise or go for a walk, Thomas Jefferson said the best exercise there is, is walking. He said it was the best way to keep your body healthy. Just try to move a little bit. You're going to start taking care of yourself in a very powerful, positive way. Awesome. Well, Susan, I really appreciate you joining us on Finding Your Frequency today. What a wealth of information on the uh, Chinese medicine and the way acupuncture is helping. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys go check out the website, uh, handenergetics.com, and of course, vitalityfusion.com. Find out uh, what Susan is up to. Find out all about the different things that she's doing. Susan, thanks for joining us on Finding Your Frequency. Thank you, Ryan, so much. This has been an awesome opportunity. 
Yes, we appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go check us out all over social media at Radio Ryan 1, at Jeff Spinney 2, and of course the website, findingafrequency.net. And please make sure that if you're listening to this podcast on your favorite podcatcher like Apple, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, etc., give us a five-star review because five stars are better than four. And we definitely want to hear from you some feedback on what are your favorite episodes or what are some things that you'd like us to cover in the future. Stay tuned. More Finding Your Frequency right here on Voice America, the leader in live Internet talk radio.